continue to create opportunities as part of their corporate social responsibility. The MTN Bright Scholarship is an initiative that's dear to our hearts at MTN Ghana. Because of the potential it has in shaping the future, it's clear what's, what MTN stands for. Our continued support to the youth of Ghana to enhance your productivity is something I personally pledge to all of you and on behalf of MTN. And we will continue to make this a priority for MTN Ghana and the MTN Ghana Foundation. I therefore encourage you to make this scholarship count by working hard and smart and making the best of this opportunity. Sacrifice is a fundamental investment for entitlement. The youth of today have forgotten what sacrifice means. Hard work is a sacrifice and not all of you will be willing to make this sacrifice. I do hope that after today, that those of you on the fence make the commitment and see that these types of opportunities may only ever come your way once in your life. If you don't make the best of it, you may never have the same opportunity. Don't take this for granted. Chief Executive of MTN, Salem Adadevo, at the third edition of the MTN Bright Scholarship Awards, which seeks to support needy but brilliant students. You're still listening to the Joy Business Report. Now, it's been weeks since Nigeria shut down its border to trade from Benin, including exporters. This has hit local traders who are crying for help as profits wane and losses increase. The government of Ghana has, in the last two weeks, been in talks with Nigerian, its Nigerian counterparts. Also, the ECOWAS Commission for Trade is mounting pressure as business associations warn of a looming threat to the yet-to-be-implemented Continental Free Trade Agreement area. Well, I've been following closely these developments and put together, put it all together in perspective in today's business journal. Right now, some of our drivers are at Congo. But because of the closure of the borders, some of them are behind there. They cannot cross into this. So it has really affected our operations. Just because of the close the border, so you can't go. So we came back to the house and then we are waiting the time we are going to open the border. The African Continental Free Trade Agreement is barely a year away. It would see Africa own a market size of over 3 billion euros, larger than that of the European market when implemented. But already there are concerns. Can't go in, and some, the ones that are coming in cannot go, can, can, they cannot come. So it's affecting business a lot. It all began when Nigeria, one of Africa's largest economies, decided to close its borders to Benin. According to Nigeria, the move is to protect its market against smuggled goods. However, trade along the route has been negatively affected and there has been pressure on the Nigerian government to rescind its decision. But Nigeria won't back down. On the station where you call for meeting, MOU assigned. And at the end of it, what you are experiencing is massive, and I say massive smuggling, and especially of a commodity they call rice. The next thing any responsible government wants to do is to say the next step. And the next step is not just to close down the border, but to be able to put up a joint task to look at the solutions and see how we can go on it.
The effects of the closure has been immense, especially for local exporters. Local beverage manufacturing firm Casapreco, for instance, says it's lost $2 million as tons of beverages are stuck at the border. Francis Holy Aja is head of international business development at Casa Perco. We we're going down average by two million dollars, and we are counting um, October, which is uh, a month that we have uh, most picking up uh, revenue. It's really having a toll on us. Yeah. The, the whole thing came as a surprise to everybody. For the president of the Ghana Union of Traders Association, Dr. Joseph Obin, the actions of Nigeria defeat the entire purpose of the ECOWAS protocol. It has been nullified, he says. ECOWAS itself is a useless organization and it's not working. What is the meaning of the ECOWAS protocol? Where it will give the rules and nobody abides by that, especially the giant among us. Said Chuma Kwabwa is chief executive of the Association of Ghana Industries, AGI. We can't have a country strategy that runs counter to the regional strategy or to the continental strategy. So I think this is how we should look at things from and, and so that we don't destroy the very um, principle we are building and, and the spirit we are building for uh, regional trade. So far, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration has appealed to Ghanaian traders to remain calm as it works to get Nigerian authorities reopened the border. But for local traders, time is of the essence. If you can help us talk to the Nigerian government so that they open, so that our brothers who are stuck over there can get access to the border and come back, and those here can also go. For Joy Business, Charles Aite reporting. Well, and that's how we end this edition of the Joy Business Report with me, Charles IT. Our top story for this are mining firms push for competitive pricing among local operators in order to increase local content participation. Of course, you may want to stay tuned as we cross over live uh, for the GFA presidential elections, which is currently ongoing. You may not want to miss out on this one. In the meantime, do enjoy the rest of our programs. is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and as part of plans to increase attention and support for the awareness Joy FM's mid-morning show Cosmopolitan Mix in partnership with the Trust Hospital is dedicating the month to educate listeners and address questions on breast cancer on its new segment Pink October. Tune in to your favorite mid-morning show Cosmopolitan Mix between 10am to 12 noon every weekday for all the tips on breast cancer early symptoms, risk factors and prevention as well as survivor stories. You can also follow the campaign using the hashtag Cosmopolitan Mix on social media. It's a pink October on the Cosmopolitan Mix on your superstation, Joy 99.7. There's only one place to set your mood right when it's a Friday night. The Weekend Warmer with DJ Black. All the hot throwbacks, all the hottest tracks, all 
your life on is. Everything that's going to make you laugh and put your mood right on a Friday. The Weekend Warmer on Joy 99.7 FM with DJ Black. 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Yeah. Slamming and breaking down the hits with DJ Black on the Weekend Warmer. Weekend Warmer. Yes, my people. Yes, Weekend Warmer with DJ Black. On Joy FM. gets hotter and bigger. Four schools have proven their worth and have dazzled many, gaining a spot each in the semi-finals of the 2019 edition of the Love Them High School Debate. Which two schools get to the grand finale and who eventually wins this year's competition? Will it be the geniuses from Opoku High School, the brilliant St. Monica's, or the giant killers, St. Jerome, or the school of the moment, Kappa Senior High School? Join us at the Christian Service Auditorium this Friday, 25th October 2019, for the semi-final and on Wednesday, 30th October for the grand finale. Time is 1 p.m. each day for the Love of M High School debate, trumpeting the voice of young ones on matters of national interest. Where are you? Bossman, I'm at the bank. Really? But your car is in front of your house. Bro, my bank on my phone, Charlie. Oh, how? Ecobank, bro. With Ecobank Mobile app, I can do everything, anywhere, anytime. Listen, I just checked my account balance, paid AMA school fees, and sent money to my grandma at Walwale. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Masa, just download the Ecobank Mobile app from the Google Play Store or the App Store or dial star 770 hash and be your own bank manager. Manager, manager. Whether to pay bills or fees, to check account statements, send money across Ghana, abroad, and more. Ecobank Mobile app has got it covered. Ecobank Mobile, making everyday people live everyday lives the Ecobank way. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank.
Okay, so you're still on Joy 99.7 and it's just 15 minutes after one and we'll be crossing over right now uh, for the GFA elections. We don't know who will be winning, but currently our guys are on standby. We're handing over to Gary and his team and they'll bring you all the things that are happening on the ground, every news that you need as far as this elections are concerned. Interesting uh, turn of events. So it just tells us very immediately that uh, the speculation that we were having or the analysis that we did earlier about Kurt and George Efriye being the frontrunners surely has come to pass. Excellently. And, and what was surprised a lot is how many votes Nana Yawan Ponsa was able to get from this. He got 27 votes. And it definitely points to the fact that we said Division 1 wasn't won. And even when we thought Premier League was won, we have realized that Premier League wasn't won. Because if George had the number of Premier League clubs, we thought uh, it wasn't in there. So I think, clearly, it's been, it's been very, very tight. Okay, so um, we will go now to the main auditorium for more regarding the decision on what will happen next. And the least votes. In this case, people got zero. They will not participate in the next round. Let's, well, let's, let's get the boxes ready and go to the second round. Please order, order, order. Let's have some civility. Kofiyama just announced that we're going into our next round of voting. So the rules, as was announced by and now, the last person in terms of the numbers will go out. The last person will go out. And, and then before be you continue, remember that again. this is purely by percentages and not necessarily by numbers in terms of uh, popularity. It was still tally. Into percentages. Of anyway, so that's essentially what's going to happen. So what was happening is that George Freire, uh, who's just passing by, by yeah. the way, George Freire, Keto Kweku, Fred Papo, Nana Amponsa, will go into another round of voting. I'm not exactly sure how much, how many votes Amanda got, Amanda Clinton got, and and George Ankoma got at the moment. But whoever was the last person will go out and then we'll have another round of voting. So we are going into the voting booth again. Um, George, tell me, are you, are you surprised at the turn of events in any way? Um, not too surprised because um, from the ground, we knew that was coming up. My only worry is 
how much the second round will change from the first round. The two who have been, you know, uh, well, evicted from the next round had up to three votes. But you see, the thing is that there were rules. It, I agree. I agree with the yeah. rule. I have no problem with the rule. I'm just wondering how this will go because, yeah, it's margins, margins, isn't it? Uh, Unless there's going to be a lot of, you know, uh, campaigning all of a sudden and the numbers will change, but. Clearly, we still have the three main men in. Because what can happen is that Fred Papo had six votes, remember. If any of, if either of George Freye... Before it is issued to you. Is that okay? Thank you. Yeah, okay, yeah. That changes so the dynamics. Yeah, let's see. All right, now, now tell me... Um, if you were in Fred Papo's shoes, for instance, I mean, in this uh, segment of all of it, if you were in his shoes, what would you have done? Would you throw your, your weight behind a candidate? Would you, what would you do? Would you still go ahead? It, it, he could, it's difficult. You don't even know who voted for you. You don't know who voted for you. So you don't even know which candidate you are going to talk to and say vote for this. Everybody goes out there, reinforce whatever he did before and, and, and try to speak. Because even Anaya Ponsa has a chance with 27, going into the next one. Yeah. 27 was a big, big, big one for him, and he could go into it. So it's, it's, it's very open, I think. Very All right, open. so um, we've seen some activity away from here, and um, uh, we can immediately tell you that the likes of uh, Mr. Vincent Suaudote, Yaon Pofuankra, who represents Beach Soccer, who has one vote in there, and uh, a few other personalities are having a bit of a, a caucus meeting. So I've seen Anaya Ponsa also walk by. Yeah. Um, I don't know what exactly the discussion is about, and I've seen uh, it, it's Mr. just Frank going Nelson to be a lot of lobbying. Well. It's going to be a lot of lobbying at the moment. So Nanaya Amponsa is right here. I wish our cameras could, Mr. Kwakwa, Kwakwa, Mr. Kwakwa, Kwakwa.
one of the setting to go on smoothly. He has rescinded his interest. So now we have three contestants for the next round. Three minutes each to come here and say something if they want to. So, those of you who are, where are they? Get the candidates back in here. Mr. Papo has dropped out. So we have three remaining candidates. I understand the outside when they come back to the room.
happening to you so far? Uh, this is what I told them already. We have the selected one for we to follow him to do not giving their money out for uh, some people don't have work to do collecting money here and here that's what they want okay thank you Uncle Frank. I'm, I'm looking for I know you are looking for Fred Papo, but how is it going for you so far? Well, it's going well. Okay, and I see you talking to Nanaya. Are you looking at a possible merger? Well, uh, I mean, this is an election, so everything is possible. Who are you looking at merging him with? Well, we have not decided anything. He has to take a decision. He's a man. He has invested in the game. He has done the business, so he knows what he wants. Okay, but yeah. I mean, George and Kurt, it looks like. Which of well, them... All my colleagues, what the decision will depend what I will follow, because he's a man. Mm. <laughs> okay, thank you. So this is the man of the moment, Nanaya Ambonsa, and everybody is going to need his 27 votes to add up to this, and we'll see how that goes. So far, what, what, what do you make of it? Oh, this this should tell you that you cannot play with the minds of delegates. You cannot stand somewhere and say I will for pie or I have 80 votes. No, so somebody's time is not due. But uh, here is a case we've played the first half. You have 44 and you have 40. And then if you are looking at any measure, it should come from Nanaya's camp to our camp. So uh, and we are home and dry. What do you mean? Who? Which camp is this? Of course, yes. So we are in talks. As I know, we are in talks. They will call us again to go and vote, and we will see what we do. To make my seller to come back. Okay. But it's a very good contest. Con contest. Okay. So, so second round. Come and, and vote second round. Second round. Who do you think is going to take the lead? That one is in Mati Allah's hands, not but, me. But I'm but, not kingmaker. Yes, that's true. I'm voting. But so far, Kate and Kate and and, and George Free. I mean, have uh, their, their messages gotten to you so far? Uh, this is what I told them already. We have the selected one for we to follow him to do not giving their money out for uh, some people don't have work to do collecting money here and here. That's what they want. Okay, thank you, Aladdin. Uncle Frank. I'm, I'm looking for... I know you are looking for Fred Papo, but how is it going for you so far? Well, it's going well. Okay, and I see you talking to Nanaya. Are you looking at a possible merger? Well, uh, I mean, this is an election, so everything is possible. Who are you looking at merging him with? Well, we have not decided anything. He has to take a decision. He's a man. He has invested in the game. He has done the business, so he knows what he wants. Okay, but yeah. I mean, George and Kurt, it looks like. Which of well, them... All my colleagues, what the decision will depend what I will follow, because he's a man. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I'm going to get Nana. Nana, what is 
integrity, somebody who can help restore the integrity of the game. So I'm still pushing the agenda and God willing, I'll be there to lead the charge. We all love the game of football. I'm sure you know me very well. I've been a football person ever since I could walk. Our football has gone where it doesn't have to go, but I believe it can come back to where it has to be. I am not saying I'm going to get all the votes, but I'm saying that I call on my colleagues to begin to concede and to support for us to chart a new course for Ghana football. One man, Jojo Frie, cannot transform Ghana football. It's a new paradigm. You need somebody, as I said, with integrity. I am more experienced than anybody who is contesting mm. on the second. Get the best and let the best work for you. Your decision to vote should not depend on your relationship with your daughter. Your decision to vote must rely heavily on who will provide the solution to an ailing industry. It's an advantage because it gets you in the door. So being a female is a non-issue, but I think the guys would have to watch out because I'm kind of good at doing this. We're talking about individual or personal credibility or integrity. We are talking about corporate credibility. These are all things that we rank or score very low as an association. So definitely for me, the first point of intervention, which is going to attract my energies and my concentration, will be to go to the very core of the issues which are denting our credibility and our integrity as an association. We'll have to look at issues of transparency. We have to look at issues of uh, accountability. We have to look at issues of openness. So, for all, I've spoken about the FIFA Forward Program that guarantees a minimum $6 million to the FA. If we behave well, here we are talking about embracing all good governance principles. I have spoken about our central fund. I have spoken about the fact that we would ensure that we have an efficient secretariat, a fully functional marketing department, for which reason the product offering called football will be improved, it will be attractive because of our repositioning strategy, for which reason the known revenue streams, including sponsorship, merchandising, uh, player trading, will be enhanced, for which reason, of course, we'll make a lot more money. That's the reason why the tomatoes are more color, sells less than that of ShopRite. It's an issue of packaging. I am going to enroll our leagues on internationally acclaimed video analytical platforms and statistical platforms where player fees can be backed by facts and figures. I'm also going to ensure that there is proper packaging of our players, there's proper marketing of our players. I'm going to ensure that there are seminars like Y Scout, Insta Scout, where we invite sports business people to come in so that the clubs can interact directly with them. At this juncture and at this point in our football history, we need a unifier. We need somebody who understands the status. We need somebody who understands the workings of football in this country and beyond. It is very important. This is not a time for any matramakwe. This is not a time for any trial and error. And so you need somebody who is very experienced, who is well-marketed, who understands the terrain, and is, who is ready to deliver us in the modern football. Joy 99.7 FM.
Uh, we need somebody with integrity, somebody who can help restore the integrity of the game. So I'm still pushing the agenda, and God willing, I'll be there to lead the charge. We all love the game of football. I'm sure you know me very well. I've been a football person ever since I could walk. Our football has gone where it doesn't have to go, but I believe it can come back to where it has to be. I am not saying I'm going to get all the votes, but I'm saying that I call on my colleagues to begin to concede and to support for us to chart a new course for Ghana. One man, Jojo Frie, cannot transform Ghana football. It's a new paradigm. You need somebody, as I said, with integrity. I am more experienced than anybody who is contesting mm. on the second. Get the best and let the best work for you. Your decision to vote should not depend on your relationship with your daughter. Your decision to vote must rely heavily on who will provide the solution to an ailing industry. It's an advantage because it gets you in the door. So being a female is a non-issue, but I think the guys would have to watch out because I'm kind of good at doing this.
have wrapped up by now. But of course, they say man proposes and God disposes. Well, uh, it's uh, a bit of a situation here at the College of Physicians and Surgeons where we're looking forward to seeing who will win that 50 plus 1 percentage of all the votes cast to become the next president of the Ghana Football Association. A couple of scenarios could play out here as we go into a second round of voting. But of course, joining us here is Joy Sports' Benedict Owusu, who has been in the main hall where all of the action is. Uh, Gary Al Smith remains here with us as we do the analysis of what to expect as we go into a second round of voting. But I can assure you that if you're here, then you see the highest height of lobbying, lobbying, and lobbying at the last minute for favor and for votes. Gentlemen, um, interesting scenario playing out here, isn't it? Yeah, very, very interesting. And I mean, if you are in there, and you should look at the body language of the candidates, George Efriye, Ketukuku, as well as Nanayao. I think George, initially coming into this election, was so confident that he was going to win. And I'm sure he, it came to him as a surprise when uh, Ket's uh, number was announced, the 44. He then had to lean back in his seat because I was very, you know, looking at them. Kets was laughing, was very much okay because after the sorting out, I saw Aminu Shadow who is in Kets camp, you know, making gestures of him being in a comfortable lead. So he was very much okay, but George didn't seem to be very okay because his projection was that he was going to get not less than 75 votes, which would have ensured, you know, the over 60% or 50 plus 1% for him to be declared winner in this election. So it's very interesting. And the other thing to have to add is Fed Papo. He pulled six votes, and honorably, he says he's not going to contest the runoff. But the FA statute, what happens is we have six candidates, so we start from the bottom. Now, Amanda did not get any votes as well as George and Kumar, so automatically they are out of the runoff. So, ideally, it would have been between George, Kate, Nana, and Ponsan, and then Fred, Fred Papo. But he had six and says, well, he sang the, con- uh, the congressman and those that voted for him that he had. He doesn't want to have anything to do with that again. And that he will leave the decision to those that voted for him. Whoever they want to vote, that's fine. But he's not interested. He's no longer interested in contesting for the position again. Nanea has not said anything yet. I want to believe that a few of them are going to go through. And what's on the ballot paper? You see, you know, we still have the six. Because the, the, the six pictures and names were printed on the ballot paper. So they cannot be changed. The only thing the presiding officer would have to do is to educate the, de- uh, the delegates, that we have six people on the ballot paper, but based on so-so and so, Amanda Clinton, George, and Kumar are not there. Now, Fred Papo is not there. So when you take the paper, instead of the six, focus on the first three, then fortunately for us, we have them in that order. With the exception of, I think it's uh, Fred Papo that is third, and yeah, Nanayao is fourth, is fifth. So now you would have to look over that of Nanayao as well as Amanda Clinton, and then if you want to vote for uh, Nanayao, then you go to number five. five. So, but with Kate and George, is in that order one, one and, two. and two. So that will be much easier for the delegates, those that want to vote for any of these guys. But in terms of the projection, everything that is going on will be interesting. But we should also add that should another tie or possibly maybe not get, uh, a candidate not get the 50 plus one percentage, what it means is that this very process will be suspended until further notice. And that will be now at least they have a quorum of 10 members already that make the executive council. So what will happen is the executive council will now will have to convene another congress, another elective congress for them to get a new leader. So it's wow. up to them to see how they will do it. If they will go through and get a leader this afternoon. And it will be interesting because Kate had 44. Now Fred Papo says he's not going. So even if George should have that uh, 
six. Six. It will be 46. Still, you will not make it. If Kens you get the six, 44, 50, he still will not make it. So they need votes from Nanaya and Ponsan. There are 27 that voted for Nanaya and Ponsan to go through before they, they can get it done. So, Nat, whichever way you look at it, it's very interesting and we'll see how it will go. All right, so um, we are just doing some analysis on what's happened so far. We're getting ourselves ready for a, um, you know, we're bringing, we're, we're getting ourselves ready for, for a second round of voting. As you can see, Kato Kreku, who had the most votes, uh, was there in your shots, looking pretty, you know, ready to go and pretty uh, calm and collected. So we will see what happens. Uh, but sec a second round of voting has started. And as the format goes, um, a name will be mentioned, uh, the club which you represent, and then you come up, uh, sign, and then you get to cast your vote. Now, uh, as it started off, uh, the Premier League clubs will get their turn first, after which will go to the Division 1 clubs, and then the constituent bodies. That's the order in which the voting will be going. And of course, uh, Amanda Clinton, obviously very cool and calm. She has seen, uh, she knows her fate at this time, um, having a conversation with... Um, Na Odufole Norte, of course, uh, the man in the, uh, with the spectacles uh, lifted on top of his head is lawyer uh, Frank Davis, who headed the vetting committee of the, uh, for, for this election. So, uh, a lot happening right now, and uh, we're just getting ourselves ready for uh, the second round of it. It's actually started, so we will be uh, monitoring and we'll be bringing you um, the figures just like uh, they are supposed to be uh, presented. So this is the continuous coverage of the Ghana FA's election. And um, we've been joined here by Charles Kojo and Tim, who is known in football circles as Mickey Charles. And uh, he's also a delegate. He's got thoughts to share with us. Uh, he represents Techiman City uh, from the second tier. Charles, thank you very much for your time. Uh, it's been a long day for all of us so far. Yeah. Uh, have you been surprised at the turn of events? I'm not surprised. Now, yesterday we had a meeting. I had a meeting with you yesterday and I told you there was not going to be a clear cut winner for today's elections because we have been in this game since 2005. I was around when Kwasinian Techi had his elections with Y. Ibrahim and I saw how it went. In 2011, we saw what happened in the executive committee elections as well. And so this morning on our Senpai FM, I told Mushosho that none, none of the candidates is going to win the 50 plus one votes. And he asked me why. I said, look, look at the dynamics. You have Nanaya Amponsa, you have Keto Kreku, and then you have Georgia Free. Now, Fred Papo, who is...
have been adamant. So it means if and there's still not a clear cut of 50 plus one. It means the elections will have to be postponed. Wow, interesting stuff uh, turning out here at the College of Physicians and Surgeons. Voting is underway, as I've mentioned to you, and we're just waiting patiently to see what will turn out over here regarding uh, the results. Now, uh, Benedict, what has been your observation of what has gone on on the ground? And I'll pose the same question to, uh, you know, Mickey, because he is a delegate and he has been at the receiving end of a lot of courting. You tell me first what you saw in the hall. Then we come to uh, Charles. You know, you know, it's a small community, 118 people voting. And it makes it easier for you to go to everybody, at least call each person. In a general election instance where Nanado cannot call every Ghanaian, you know, to speak to or meet one-on-one. This is very different. So at the point where the results were announced, that they realized there was going to be a runoff. Quickly, you saw the candidates, as well as uh, the people following them, trying to, you know, speak to other people to see if they can at least get their support. And at this point, as Mickey uh, rightly noted, it's going to be difficult because Fred Papo is out, at least. the six votes that he has left Definitely, the three candidates, each will either get, or one will get, or, or will be shared amongst the two. But even if that should happen, it means we are still not going to get it. So, I, I really cannot tell what is it that the delegates will go in there and do. Maybe Mickey will be in the right position to tell us this. I only hope and pray that uh, the process will be able to you know, end today for us to get a president, not for us to go through all this again. It has happened before, right? Oh, it has never happened? Yeah, it has never happened. Uh, that was at the executive committee level. Yeah. That was 2011. One, um, uh, Chireme, um Randiabe, and there was another delegate. They all had ten, nine votes each. So it means there was a second round. Well, even yesterday, something, yeah, yeah, something, something similar, similar happened, happened because of the RFS. But at the presidential in, level, it has never happened. Uh, it has never happened. I mean, the one between Kosinia and and Y.A. Ibrahim, um, it was postponed because... During the executive committee elections, something happened and people thought if Kosinian Tete had stood that day, he would have lost the elections. Yeah. So it was postponed to, I think, one week or two weeks and then we had um, the elections and then Kosinian Tete. Right, but now, in terms of, the, yeah. you know, the mood, is that of a very tense atmosphere. I mean, even when the elections was going on, when delegates were casting their votes, myself that I'm not even a delegate, I could feel the tension in the room and I'm sure Mickey will attest to that fact. I mean, if you look at the candidates, their body language, their posture, and it tells you that this is no joke. It is no joke because some have gone on, as I noted earlier, if you've done your projection, and I mean, speaking to 118 people, you could easily do your projection and say, out of that 118, I'll get 50. I'll get 20 based on the promises and everything that they've shown. And then you go and it's counted and you don't even get that for instance, number. <laughs> for instance, yesterday, Randy Abel told me he was going to have 38 votes in the executive committee election. Uh-huh. And I told him, Randy, it's not going to be easy. I know you're going to sail through, but you're not going to have 38 votes as you have predicted for yourself. Eventually, he had 26 votes. Was this delegates, they can come to you and assure you we are voting for you. But when you speak to other people behind the scenes, they tell you a different story. So you can read between the lines and see exactly what they'll be doing. Mm. So even though Randy had the highest vote of 26 votes, but he realized that these delegates cannot be trusted. Now, tell me something. What has been happening, uh, you know, in these last uh, 30 minutes? You know, as um, we heard the results, it was dispersed, so we reconvened. As, as a delegate, what, what, what have you noticed? Who has come to you and what have they said to you? Almost all, almost all of them have come to me. 
Um, I just spoke to George Free about 10 minutes ago before coming to um, your studios here, and then I spoke to Keto Kreku too as well. I'm yet to uh, meet Nanaya and Ponsa. So let me go in there and see what happens. I'll get back to you. <laughs> but what would you do? Well, um, it depends on who negotiates and negotiates well. But so and far, what, what, met, he's met at least two. So tell us. So I'm meeting Nanaya and Ponsa. No, but the two, the two that you've met between Keto and George. Let me go in first and I'll get you back to you. You don't have to no, meet Nanaya and Tell me something. So if you say... Um, negotiation and based on what what I am told what, what are we talking about here what are you looking out for uh, in these candidates yeah you're looking at the other candidates how they can convince you I mean you have to tell me what you're going to do for Ghana football why I have to vote for don't you don't you have those messages already I have those messages but in the second round you have to renegotiate and then tell me something different maybe the reason why I did not vote for you was the way you spoke to me earlier so you have to tell me something that is convincing. And it's just going to um, lobby a, a girl. I mean, you go for the first and second time. The third time, you have to uh, know how you're going to negotiate and then your your your, your rats, as we used to call it. Okay, yeah. so I'm sure Benedict <laughs> will make use of those kinds of, uh, you know, those lectures from you. So let All me right, go so to the studio and I'll get back. Very well, very well. Uh, so um, there we go. Uh, that's the man. Uh, uh, Randy Abe on your screens there. He's having a conversation with... Uh, George Freye there, and um, we, we are immediately cannot yeah, tell bro, what it is that they're discussing, are... but there is a lot of high-level consultation, there is a, there's a lot of lobbying, as I mentioned, and there are loads of last-minute promises. I don't know uh, what kinds of promises are being made at this time. Uh, George, George Freye is now consulting with the board chairman of Accra Great Olympics, uh, His Excellency Amaka Amate Fio who uh, was once uh, the chairman of the Ghana Boxing Authority and who has led Accra Great Olympics uh, for years now as their board chairman. So a lot of consultations ongoing, uh, a lot of uh, conversations ongoing as to who will make the difference is a very big deal here. Of course, we can also see ex-Ghana international Derek Boating, who is part of George Efriye's campaign team. He's also there, and they're all having the conversations together. So right now, uh, George Efriye is making his way up into the main hall. Uh, remember, there's a second round of voting ongoing. And remember, it's a bit of a slow grinding process because uh, the names have to be mentioned by the electoral officer. Uh, the delegate comes up. Uh, registers their name and then they go and vote. There are special rules for this because on the ballot paper we have six names as Benedict mentioned earlier and so it means that every delegate will have to come in knowing very well that we have uh, three 